Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1243, air date June 21st, 2023. Entrepreneur, anti-vaccine activist, email inventor, the main thing, email inventor. And he's also independent candidate for US presidential elections. Am I right, sir? So yes. a very warm welcome, sir, on the show. How are you doing? I'm good, sir. How are you? Good. Yeah, one of the things I just want to clarify is I believe we need to go beyond vax and anti-vax. I'm, in fact, a fighter for natural immunity. Um, Wikipedia says it's anti-vax because they try to uh, put things into vax and anti-vax guide through, but it's actually that's not what I am. So I just want to be clear on that. I believe that we need to take a natural immune systems approach. And Robert Kennedy doesn't get this right because he takes advantage of the quote-unquote anti-vax crowd and the big pharma guys take care of the vax crowd. So it's a very different, it's a position that's a scientific position and that needs to be supported versus this very uh, stupid position that really feeds into this dialectic, you say, splitting people up. So. Right. So, sir, we'll come to the topic. Today, uh, New York is buzzing with Modi visit and he has met Twitter owner. Elon Musk. And after he, after Elon Musk met Mr. Modi, he gave you uh, some very important statements that I'll share on the screen. And uh, these are, you know, his stand has been quite changing, by the way. Highlights from Elon Musk meet. I'm incredibly excited about the future of India. India has more promise than any country in the world. Modi really cares about India and is pushing us to the largest investment in India. He's pushing us, huh? He is open to new companies, but his focus is on Indian companies, which I uh, respect, and he is is right to do that. I'm a big fan of Modi. Yes, sir, your comments and your expose on Elon Musk. Yeah, so one of the things to understand, uh, Gayatri, is let's really look at, I mean, I just did a talk earlier on this, but I think it's important for people to understand who is Elon Musk, okay? Um, there's a mythos built around him, but if you actually go peel away, he didn't start Tesla. There were two people who actually founded it. He had frankly nothing to do with its development. He came in later and forced himself uh, to be listed. They redid the documents where he would get listed as a founder. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Um, SpaceX uh, is, is fundamentally funded by the US government, $5.7 billion in government subsidies. And then when you look at the origin of his work with PayPal, um, the work that he originally did was completely garbage code. And you can go, uh, he, he couldn't code, he couldn't write software. Uh, Peter Thiel, if it wasn't for Peter Thiel, uh, there would be no PayPal. Peter Thiel is the one who bought that failing company and then they sold it to another guy called um, Pierre Omidyar from eBay. So I just want to let people uh, break some of this mythos stuff. But ultimately, when you look at Elon Musk, where government ends and Elon Musk begins, nobody really knows. And what do I mean by that? A um, couple of months ago, actually back in, you know, I was off Twitter between February of 1st of 2021 to December of 2022, because I was the first one to expose the fact that governments of the world have created backdoor portals into, into social media companies. What do I mean by that? It's very important to understand what that means. You see, in India, for example, there is no First Amendment, right? Indians in their constitution do not have the First Amendment, which is the right to free speech. We're still based on on the British law, right? In Britain, you cannot say anything against 
public officials, right? It is considered defamation. In the United States, the reason the United States became a $22 trillion economy was one of the issues was because of innovation, uh, the patent system. And innovation is ultimately driven by freedom. You know, our movement, you know, we have is called truth, freedom, and health. Truth and science, um, science and innovation go hand in hand. And science is ultimately driven, or real uh, advancement of, of truth is ultimately driven by uh, freedom. If you don't have the ability to speak openly and talk and put out crazy ideas and criticize people, it doesn't create an open mind. Um, and without that open mind, you can't really innovate things. So you have to wonder why is it India, who has 1.6 billion people, has some of the oldest culture we talked about in my previous um, discussion with the history of innovation. After British rule, India has not produced one Nobel Prize scientist. Why is that? During British rule, India had two Nobel Prize scientists, right? Uh, Sarsivit Raman and um, Bose, right? But after British, uh, after quote unquote British left India, quote unquote independence, India has had no uh, significant, no, no Nobel Prize scientists. Or, I'm not saying the Nobel Prize is some great award, by the way, okay? Great scientists like uh, Gobind Karana, for example, have had to leave India. He couldn't even get a job as a lecturer in the Indian system. And I know this because I was appointed by the former prime minister of India to head up the largest institution, uh, the, the scientific institution of India called CSIR. I was appointed the first outstanding scientist technologist of Indian origin in 2010. And then I exposed the corruption in India uh, that was under the Manmohan Singh government. And I was under death threats. I had to leave India. It's all documented if people want to explore it. And I was invited back by Modi. But fundamentally, the Indian feudal system has constrained freedom. And without freedom, you cannot do science or great innovation. America has had the First Amendment. Okay. In South Africa, there is no First Amendment. You're in South Africa. Elon Musk came from South Africa. It's not that long ago in 1980s when I was on the streets in Boston fighting against apartheid. You know, 1% of the people control 99% of the world, brutally. And this cannot be ignored. And fundamentally, Elon Musk comes from that world. It's in his epigenetics to think a few people can control many, that a few people know better. And I don't think that has changed. So if you really consider Elon Musk, everything he has done, his entire wealth is dependent on the government. I'll repeat that again. Elon Musk is a government employee. Now, why do I say that? And this is not a hyperbole. If you look at the fact you take SpaceX, SpaceX got $5.7 billion in government subsidies. All the Starlink satellites he puts up, which are meant for quote unquote, you know, internet, right? Are ultimately run through him, a private company, and he can monitor people's signals, speech, and everything. It's a surveillance system. How do you put up thousands of satellites? You have to get government permits. How do you do that? You must be a friend of government, okay? So let's keep that in context. Everyone knows in India, or even in the United States, if you want to get a little permit to put a fence up on a boundary wall, think about the nonsense you have to go through in India to do that, okay? Now, how is a guy putting up thousands of satellites in low orbit? He has to be very close with government, okay? And he got in the United States $5.7 billion. Secondly, let's look at Tesla. Tesla was a useless company, not worth anything on the stock market until Tesla got $1.5 billion in government carbon tax credits, okay, from the US government. 
And uh, but it wasn't worth anything when he got that. Suddenly his valuation went up to 600 billion. And we also have to understand that all of these electric cars being produced today are going to be useless in five to 10 years. Some, I mean, anyone who studies this will know that the battery technology is old. People hold their cars for three. You're going to have piles and piles and piles of useless electric cars. OK, um, hydrogen in many ways is a much better fuel source. OK, but again, Elon Musk did not create Tesla. It was already created by two other founders. He came in, put some money in, and forced them to change the documents to call him a founder. Okay? Again, this may be hard for people to swallow, but you have to understand that this guy is manufactured uh, by uh, the establishment because he is a government frontman. Third, look at Twitter. Twitter is would not get its valuation of $40 billion, which is what he brought, bought it for, without government. Let me explain why. If you take the New York Times, or you take the Daily Mail, or you take the Hindu, or any newspaper like that, uh, if they write an article that's defamatory, for example, Guy three, if they say that you kick your dog, which is, let's say, a false statement, right? You can sue the New York Times, you can sue the Daily Mail, you can sue the Hindu, right? Because they're newspapers called a publisher. Well, Twitter and Facebook and um, YouTube are not considered publishers. They're considered social media platforms. And social media platforms in the United States were given Section 230 immunity. What that means is if I go on Twitter and I say Guy 3 kicks her dog, you cannot sue Twitter to have me to have them take it down. OK, so Twitter gets indemnification. And in order to get that indemnification, Twitter was afforded Section 230 immunity by the government of the United States. And how do they get that Section 230 immunity? Well, the elites in Silicon Valley, okay, paid congresspeople, no different through lobbyists, okay? In India, the corruption is direct, they play lobbyists. So what the, Section 230 immunity means, you cannot sue Twitter, Facebook, and Google if they post something, okay? And therefore, they get a valuation that's 10 times more than the New York Times. So if the New York Times makes a billion dollars in revenue, New York Times only gets a billion dollar valuation. But Twitter, if they make a billion dollar in revenue, gets a $10 billion valuation. Do you understand? So therefore, again, Elon Musk's wealth is dependent on the government. Is that clear? So I've given you three examples, SpaceX, Tesla, and Twitter. His wealth is dependent on the government. So everyone throughout the world should know this. This is just a fact. So Anyone thinking this guy is not a government man needs to have their brain checked. Okay, as I said before, okay, they need to really become rational human beings. Now, the United States government has a rule called, has an amendment called the First Amendment, which says that Congress shall pass no law to bridge freedom of speech. However, over the last 20 years, 10, 15 years, the government got paid off by Silicon Valley people, the big investors in Silicon Valley, to give their investments like Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube Section 230 immunity. In return, these, Congress, these congressmen were paid off by the Silicon Valley executives through campaign donations, through PACs. It was a quid pro quo, okay? So, and in return for that, the social media companies gave backdoor portals access to these social media companies. I was the first one to discover that in my historic lawsuit 
in September of 2020, when I was thrown off Twitter for exposing government corruption in the United States in the elections, they threw me off. And in the lawsuit, we found out that the way I was thrown off was a government had a special backdoor to inform Twitter to take me out as a U.S. Senate candidate, which is completely illegal. It's against the Constitution. So I, by myself, you know, uh, uh, filed my own lawsuit. No lawyer, uh, most lawyers do not want to take on the government. I did. And I ended up winning that lawsuit. And then as I was going after the government, the judge turned on me. It's a whole other story we could do in another podcast. But I'm very, I was the first one to expose this long before Twitter files or any of that. So when Elon Musk took over Twitter, I did a tweet. I said, Elon, why don't you make me CEO after I got put back on Twitter? And if you notice, that tweet went viral. It got 20,000 views. But as starting in December of 2022, when I got back on Twitter, as I criticized Elon Musk, I said, hey, are you going to remove that backdoor portal? You know, Elon Musk is saying, I'm a fighter for free speech. And everyone is bamboozled to think he's a fighter for free speech. He isn't. You see, the previous administration of Twitter was openly fascist. Vijay Agade, and you know they just took down people. So Silicon Valley realized the public was getting aware that Twitter was becoming a fascist social media platform. So they brought in this guy Musk to give a different face. Okay, that's all he did. So he put all these people back on Twitter. But if you critique Elon Musk, if you critique the fact that the government backdoor portal exists, he reduces your impressions, views. So, for example, I used to get, I would do a tweet, I would get 30,000 retweets, 20 million views. You can go look at my views. So, right as I got on Twitter, when I did this tweet, I said, Elon, make me your CEO, or I'm willing to be your, that, and I was doing a test, was he serious about sweet free speech? That got like 20 million views. And then after I started saying, are you going to remove that backdoor portal that I discovered? As other journalists asked him that, my views went down and down and down on Twitter. It went from 500,000 impressions per day, down to 30, 300,000, 100,000, 5,000. That is called shadow banning, okay? So you put someone on Twitter, give them the illusion of free speech, but if they critique you, you shadow ban them and you boost other people like Robert Kennedy or other people who basically suck up to you. It's a form of corruption, you can see. It's absolute corruption. And Elon Musk has a very thin skin because he wanted to be on the cover of Rolling Stone when he was a kid, okay? He's a very, very insecure individual who's not a great technologist. What he does do is do a lot of PR, but he's a government frontman. Now, he was a U.S. government frontman, and this entire tour that he's been doing for the last two months is to make him a world government frontman, okay? If you notice, he went to China, right, a month ago, and he praised the Chinese. He said, we are conjoined twins, America and... Uh, uh, and uh, China have the same interests. Think about what he's saying. Sorry, China is a fascist country. The United States has the First Amendment and the Bill of Rights. But he said that. Now he's going there and he'll probably has made deals to allow China, right? Giving data to the Chinese, selling data to them. In return, the Chinese probably give him subsidies to build electric cars there, right? 92% of the electric cars, uh, some part comes from China, okay? So he is at the hip connected to China. Then he went all over Europe. If you remember uh, six months ago, right after he bought Twitter, he met with Macron. And Macron was like, you must make sure that you can, you will censor speech properly for the Europeans. We don't know what happened in the back room, I'm guessing. He probably said, okay, make sure I can put some SpaceX rockets, give me, give me some deals. Because he has three companies that rely on government 
back end. And then he went to uh, Maloney, right, in Italy. And now, and then he met with Modi, okay? And he does, you know, he supported the Indian government censoring Indian politicians or Indian people in India, okay? Every government has a backdoor into Twitter, every social media company. All of these people who run a social media company need the favors from government. Now in Elon Musk's case, it's not like he's just running YouTube, he's running Twitter, and he's running Tesla, and he's running SpaceX, and he's running Neuralink. You see, in order to get all of those companies in those countries, he's gonna need government help. Do you follow what I'm saying? So therefore, Elon Musk is on a, what I call a hand job tour. He's stroking all of these, patting all of these people on the back or wherever else, and basically making sure that it's a quid pro quo hand job tour. So when he, he goes to China and he says, oh, China, and the United States have much in common. He's, he's got, you know, he says anything, he's an actor. He goes to India and say, oh yeah, Modi's great. He goes to Macron, Macron is one of the smartest people. He's a complete idiot. So it's all bullshit, okay? So Indians need to understand, India should build its own indigenous technology, okay? But the deal that, um, and same in the United States, okay? The United States is completely reliant on China for 90, 7% of the items that go into electric cars. And so Musk's interest is more himself and he will do whatever government tells him. Okay, censor speech, do it. Make sure Dr. Shiva's views are silenced, right? He's put in a cage, do it, okay? So he is a government front man. Not only a US government front man, but now he's being a global government front man. And then the woman he, called, he brought in to run Twitter, who is basically an ad sales, global ad sales person. And she was for the World Economic Forum, which is also a world government institution, an NGO. So people need to recognize a um, lot of the conservatives in the United States uh, are being fooled. Many of them said, oh, Musk is protecting free speech. But again, the brainwashing, uh, and that's the brainwashing that I've been overcoming. We've been educating people that Musk is not for you. He is basically Silicon Valley's new front end, right? To basically convince people that everything is great at Twitter. No, what they're doing now at Twitter is the following. And I'll tell you as a technologist, before, if you said something that they didn't like, they would throw you off. Now they shadow ban you. You give, and Musk has said this, he said, free speech does not equal free reach. Free speech does not equal free reach. This is a complete redefinition of the First Amendment. This is basically apartheid, like they had in South Africa. And that's the world that he comes from. So, okay, uh, yes, everyone's a human, but not everyone gets the same rights. That's what he's saying. White people, the Afrikaners got more rights than the Browns and the Blacks in South Africa, right? That's a fact. So, okay, so anyone who says good stuff about me and says the right things, or is is someone I want to promote, I'll promote that. So, I mean, literally, I had more followers than Robert Kennedy, more views. Suddenly, they're promoting Robert Kennedy and Trump because they need to convince people not to go after the real person. They're giving them fake versions to manipulate the working people back into the establishment. So that's Musk's role. Musk, Musk is not an intelligent person. He's a puppet of the government, and that's all he is. And so when he goes and praises Modi, you should almost consider that 
being some enemy of yours coming into your home before they stab you in the back. Oh, Gayatri, you look so beautiful today. Thank you very much. You know, and then they're going to go poison you. Okay. That's all this is. So again, remember, he went to China and said China and the United States are conjoined twins. That's what he said. And we have the same interests. Well, what he means, Gayatri, when he says the same interests, what he's really saying is that the interests of the elites, you see, that's what he's really saying. He's saying not you and my interests, but the interests of the the bourgeois in um, uh, in China and the bourgeois in America have the same interests. Okay, they want to silence everyone's speech. The bourgeois in France and the bourgeois in the United States and China all have the same interests because he's part of that swarm, that billionaire class. I did this video called "The Swarm," which got close to two million views. It, it should have gotten about a hundred million views. Okay. So my point is that Elon Musk is not some technical genius. He is a front man for government. And what he's doing right now is extremely, extremely should be concerning to people because he's consolidating all he's doing. He will do everything that all different governments say to do because he has other government interests. He can easily be bribed. Okay. He'll continue to censor people in the United States, but he'll do it globally. Okay. And that's what he's about. So Indians should, Indians, one of the things India needs to recognize people in India is that India never really got independence. India had transfer of power that took place. In fact, it's a historical fact. The Indian document when the British left was called transfer of power, right? Everyone should go. It's not called the Declaration of India. It's called transfer of power. They transferred power from Mountbatten to a brown Mountbatten known as Nehru who was having an affair with an Edwina Mountbatten, okay? It's not like, in, so that's why India's corruption was very, very deep for the last 70 years because white men with crowns left India and brown men with white hats took over and Gandhi was brought in. If you go look at the history of South Africa, it's not like he did anything for South Africa. He was trying to help in the Transvaal region, the very wealthy Hindus trade. He wasn't helping the poor blacks or the poor brown people. So they projected him as this freedom fighter like they project um, uh, they make up freedom fighters. Like they project Robert Kennedy as some freedom fighter. Robert Kennedy endorsed Hillary Clinton three times. Robert Kennedy was for strict lockdowns. He says he wants full vaccination of all Americans, right? But then they twist the story. The Kennedys are all about bullshitting. Same with Donald Trump. So I'm the only candidacy right now that offers a real genuine alternative. And this is why we have so many people now volunteering for our campaign. People are starting to get it they're starting to realize, wait a minute, Dr. Shiva was always right in 2020, 2019. He always told the truth ahead. And they start comparing the facts. Trump was for lockdowns. Robert Kennedy was for lockdowns. Dr. Shiva gave us solutions in 2020. There's a vitamin D video I did that went viral all over India. I have friends from India saying, you saved my life. Okay. So um, everyone in the world, about a half a billion people know about me with what we did in 2020. And they and now we have about a half a million people who've gone through our, you know, program for Truth, Freedom, Health. So it's quite extraordinary um, that people are getting it. And the re the reality, the reason people are getting it, Guy Three, is because we are providing a real alternative, not the fake alternative. And and if you think about Elon Musk, just think about the word fraud. Okay, that's what he is. He's an absolute fraud that is a government frontman. So anything okay. out of his mouth cannot be believed. It is all trying to see what good deal that he can get from these governments. That's it.
Right. So I have a question. Does his loyalty lie with any country, any leader, or he's just totally for money? Well, he's like the elites. Let me, the, the question is, you know, there's 600 billionaires, Gayatri, all over, in the United States. 600 U.S. billionaires made $2.3 trillion during the pandemic. Okay. The trillionaires of the world don't have boundaries. Okay. They're everywhere. Their money is distributed everywhere. When Elon Musk says that the, you know, China, again, China and the United States have the same common interests. I don't know what he's talking about, but when you dissect it, what he's talking about is, yeah, because he doesn't consider himself a citizen of the U.S. or citizen. Of, he considers himself a globalist. That's why he brought in this woman from the World Economic Forum to run, um, because what they want to do is literally to create a one world government. Right. And when I mean a one world government, what I'm talking about is a government that's technology wise integrated, financially fully integrated. And the way that they're going to do, they're going to link three things together, carbon tax which Elon Musk supports. They're going to social media monitoring of people, which he supports. And number two, cryptocurrency, digital money. So your iPhone will have digital money. They're going to try to get rid of paper money, right? So you'll have to use your iPhone for all transactions. This will be tracked by all the social media companies. And this device is going to start tracking your carbon usage. Oh, guy three, you've used too much electricity today. You can't go more. You can't use your car today. Okay. You can't, oh. right? So that's, so the integration of climate change scam, which he supports. I did a great video exposing this, the digital currency. And the third piece being social media monitoring. He's at the center of all of those. And all of the other presidential candidates support one or all of these. Trump and Kennedy supported lockdowns. I didn't. Um, Robert F. Kennedy supports a climate change scam. In fact, he supported lockdown saying, that the climate scan because it supports the climate okay all of them right support digital currency you know robert kennedy gave a big talk on bitcoin now what people don't understand about bitcoin is it has a certain level of security but when quantum computing comes anyone can break the prime factorization you have a lot of idiots who don't understand science engineering we live in a world of science and engineering elon musk understands a little bit of it but this is why we need world leaders who actually come from the people below, like myself, I grew up in New Jersey, grew up in, you know, my grandparents were farmers in India and really care for them. In the United States right now, the lifespan is going like this. In the United States, your children will live lesser than you. In the other industrialized nations going like this. So the policies of the left and right, Democrat and Republican are literally killing people. That's what's going on. So it's not the left or the right, it's both of them. So people like Elon Musk speak from both sides of his mouth. Oh, yeah, China's great. Oh, India's great. Well, India, in some ways, is a flawed democracy, but at least they're a democracy, right? And every, all these countries are great. Well, he's saying that because he needs to build his electric cars. He needs them to be able to pull up his Starlink satellites, right? And he's a globalist, okay? They're all one. So people really need to get this. So any child growing up in India or throughout the world needs to recognize Elon Musk hasn't invented anything. Nothing. Zero. Okay, he grew up with a silver spoon in an apartheid South Africa. So people need to understand where the real heroes are. And I, you know, with all humility, you're looking. So you mentioned Omidyar. Somebody yep. called as Omidyar, you mentioned. Is he the same Omidyar who is, who is linked with George Soros? Yeah. So Pierre Omidyar is the one who started eBay. And in my, you know, in my lawsuit, I was the first one to discover Omidyar is the one who funded 
the backdoor portal. Okay. He funded it. This is two years ago, three years ago, I brought this out. Pierre Omidyar bought eBay from Peter Thiel and Elon Musk. So all these people are very, very closely connected, Gayatri. We have to understand. And he has a foundation in uh, Mumbai, right? Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. He has a foundation everywhere. Omidyar Foundation is everywhere. They present themselves as some, some liberal organization wanting to help the poor, blah, 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 blah. But they are basically intertwined in controlling infrastructure throughout the world. So... Yes. So, you know, Elon is an absolute globalist. And, um, you know, someone I was doing a talk earlier today and someone said, oh, what do you mean? You, Elon Musk is, you know, he's for free speech. So the goal is in the United States, the left Democrats don't give a damn about free speech. Most Indians don't care about free speech. Let me repeat that again. Most Indians do not care about free speech. They've been brainwashed for the last 300 years. Um, because the British colonialism bred into them that you should bow down to the king, bow down to the king. They took many of our Hindu rituals and they replaced it with God save the king rituals. They did this in every village throughout India. There's some very, very fascinating work done on this um, by people like Ramakrishna Mukherjee, you know, who wrote The Rise and Fall of the East India Company. The British did a massive onslaught uh, against the Indian psyche to bring in, they really resurrected casteism in India. Casteism was dying in India. They brought back the casteism, and people need to understand that. They brought back, uh, destroyed innovation in India. They cut the thumbs off weavers in India, right? Everyone should know this, the, the destruction. And so everything goes back to British imperialism. And, you know, South Africa was a British Commonwealth country. America broke from this, but deep down in Elon Musk's psyche and the others that he represents, they think the few know better than the many. And this is really deeply ingrained into them. So how dare he say the United States and China are the, are conjoined twins? They have the same interests. How dare he say this? Conjoined twins. Yes, what he yeah. said, conjoined twins. Okay. And by the way, when uh, on uh, the state-owned media of China, he had branded them as state-owned media. You know, he puts these little labels. The night before he landed in China, he changed that label to media company. Okay. Like just a media company. Like manipulating. Exactly. He's a scumbag. So any kid growing up, if you want to follow someone who's a real hero, look at that 14 year old Indian kid who invented email. That's me. Okay. I came from nothing and people should have their real heroes. And, and what, what, what is, this is about guy three is those in power create false heroes to manipulate everyday people, the 8 billion people back to look to them, not to look to one of us guys like me, uh, everyday people who come from below. Okay. They have to co-opt people. Uh, this guy, Sundar Pichai, is like an IAS officer. The guy who runs all of the Indians who run tech companies are IAS officers who serve imperialism realm. I mean, it's no coincidence. We live in neo-colonialism right now. When the British came to India, they found, uh, some of you may not know this, when the British came to India, they found all these Indian lackeys who would do what they wanted them to do. They promoted them, put them in positions of power. And then they used those Indians to enslave all the other Indians. In Africa was found, instead of a white man enslaving the black man, you find other black people to enslave black people. In fact, those black leaders were more brutal to the black people than even the white leaders were. Same true in India. So it's a very clever technique. So in India, the, in, during the 16, 17, 1800s, the British cleverly found Indians to subjugate other Indians. Now think about what I'm saying today. Most of the tech companies are run by Indians who do all the surveillance for 
these guys. Neo-colonialism. Neo-colonialism. And so it is, and all of the Indian software engineers who are in India will jump when the quote unquote, the white man says to jump. And the quote unquote, white man is not white anymore. It's a multiracial global aristocracy. Now, guys like me, guy three, with all the degrees I got, we're supposed to join them. But I never forgot where I came from, be it New Jersey or my grandparents in India. So the working people of the world deserve real leaders like me who come from below. So you have to stop following these fake heroes. You know, I challenge Elon Musk to a debate. I challenge him to program anything. Even today I can program. I don't think he can even program anything. I challenge him to any engineering debate. You know, the guy doesn't know anything. The guy is fake. He's made up. Everything about him is fake. They're training him how to act humble and all, okay? He does okay. a lot. Okay, that's a training going on. Oh yeah, he does a lot of <laughs> drugs. This guy's a big drug addict. Yeah. Okay, so you have to anyone who gets a lot, I mean, just, just think about it. Both of them are promoting Trump and Robert Kennedy on the right and the left. Their goal is to split the American working class. And that's why my run for president is so important. By the way, you know, everyone listening, we have these little bumper stickers everyone should get. You see, it says truth, freedom, and health. And what we're doing, Guy3, is telling people that so the future is offline because all of social media is now controlled. Um, you know, in 1993, I used to go to seminars, and I was one of the internet pioneers telling people to get on the internet. In 1993, it was a vehicle where every one of us could be our own publisher. But the internet got taken over by the Silicon Valley elite. Now they've created three big social media platforms, and they control all of it. The future is offline. So we tell people to get one of these bumper stickers, put it on the back of your car. One bumper sticker can reach 100,000 people per day. That's 100,000 views. So one person using their car can reach 30 million people. Think about that. Okay? That's far better. Last question. Yeah. Uh, since Elon Musk is now praising Modi, can we, uh, can we expect that he is not going to be meddling with the elections in 2024? Because in India, a lot of people were expecting that uh, just before 2024, what he did with, uh, what Twitter did with Trump can be a big probability. Look, the, the bottom line is, private companies are controlling communications. The Postal Service, we'll talk about it on your next segment. By the way, everyone listening, we're going to talk about this in the next segment, right? Um, is that social media companies um, are private companies. And private companies do stuff for shareholder value. So if a politician says, hey, do this, do this. And there's so many subtle things you can do. with so shadow banning, predictive analytics who you notify, you can completely manipulate elections. So my position as a technologist who's built email, who understands this technology very, very intimately, we're in a very dangerous world right now than ever before. So of course he can manipulate, he is manipulating elections right now in my own election. He gives Robert Kennedy more views than I do. That's manipulating elections, private companies. So we're in a very dangerous world, but the, the, the opportunity is we also have truth, freedom and health going on our movement. We have people like me running, right, exposing this. Historically, that's never happened. People typically think, oh, Elon Musk is fighting for us. You see, the establishment has the obvious people who suppress them. But in the last 50 years, they've learned to create these fake, fake fighters like Elon Musk or Donald Trump, right? Or Joe Rogan 
fake people who are still part of the establishment, they speak the words, but on the back end, they're doing exactly what the overt end was doing. So th there is one more thing since you've mentioned a couple of things here. Is Omidyar uh, is very closely related to uh, to George Soros. He's considered junior George Soros because you know his ideology is left. Yes. And uh, Elon Musk is related to Omidyar, right? Yes. Yeah. So if so, you look, yeah. So um, you're asking, so Elon, so George Soros's protege is Pierre Omidyar. Okay. Pierre Omidyar is the one who bought PayPal. Okay. Think about all the transactions that go through PayPal throughout the world. All right. So. And it is Pierre Omidyar who created the domestic censorship infrastructure in the United States. He funded it. So all of these guys are one. They all go to the same clubs. They all go to the same restaurants. They all hang out together. And this is what people need to understand. You're not one of them, okay? They're not one of us. But they have a massive marketing machine to make you think he's some great technologist. He's a humble fellow. You know, he cares for humanity. It's all bullshit. Look at the actual facts. He needs government funding to exist. He's nobody without government. So how can you say this guy's going to fight government on your behalf? You have to be, something has to be wrong in your rational brain. If you think Elon Musk is going to fight for you against the government trying to impose their will on you, you're nuts, okay? After everything I've shared here today, it's nuts. That's why, Guy 3, we really recommend people in your, you know, the dynamics that I'm sharing with you comes from my understanding of system science. And I teach this every Monday through our program. We have a worldwide movement, you know, truthfreedomhealth.com. We're educating people to raise people's consciousness. The only way out of this, it has to be people raise their consciousness. People understand this dynamic that these people are not one of us. We have to go decentralize. You know, in the ancient systems, ancient systems before the British came to India, what did we have? we had this whole village community system, which was a panchayats, right? And the local governance. That's how things should be. Decentralized local systems, right? You know, decentralized systems. They had it right. The British came and created this imperial top-down system. And they do not want to have people really having local control and local power. They want it to be centralized. Think about one person, Elon Musk, maybe two people, Sundar Pichai, right? and somebody else, these three people control billions of people's communications. You don't, all of your communications are not yours. They're owned by these private companies, unlike the postal service, which we'll talk about shortly, okay? So I have a solution for this. So the inventor of email actually has a solution, freedom of speech, and what we need to do. And I have a, a solution that's right in front of us, but it's gonna require people like me talking about it, articulating it, and, and us fighting for it. Otherwise, think of yourself as digital slaves. That's where we're headed. We're headed for digital slavery, period. Right. Thank you so much, sir, for joining. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, Shiva Ayudurai also has a YouTube channel. I'll share the link and the Twitter handle in the description box and the alternate media. If you want to get in touch, you want to send a feedback, you want to support us, all the links are given in the description box. Okay, bye-bye. Be well. Thank you, sir. Yep. Bye, sir. Bye. Okay, everyone, that was my interview with a South African journalist, um, and she's of Indian origin. She, she really wanted to know what the background is of uh, Elon Musk tour. The bottom line is Elon Musk is what I call is doing a massive quid pro quo hand job tour. That's what he's really doing. I call it a hand job tour. He's stroking all of these leaders 
all over the world because he needs their support for SpaceX, Tesla, Twitter. And in return, they're uh, going they're going to ask him to monitor and surveil their people even more. That's what's going on. And Robert Kennedy is supporting Elon Musk as fighting censorship. It's bullshit. They're all hand in glove. So please wake up and recognize what's fundamentally going on. These people are not for us. So get on the ground, support shivaforpresident.com. Go online, um, you know, volunteer, donate, and also become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. So please go do that. Um, you can go right. Uh, and most importantly, recognize that every, every Thursdays, at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., I do a one-on-one -on -one or one-on-many orientation. Please come to it so you can learn how you can become a Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior Scholar. You can go to truthfreedomhealth.com and raise your consciousness. We have all the tools. Support yourself to become a leader. That's what our campaign for president is about. It's about raising people's consciousness. And our presidency is really about respecting you and breaking from the elites for once and for all. And we need enough of you to go through Truth, Freedom, and Health, learn this system, but most importantly, do it for yourselves because they do not care about you. They do not care about your children. And you can just look at the data, the way that health is being destroyed globally. And this has been happening over the last 50 years because of these people. All right, everyone, thank you. Be well, be the light. Again, share this video you know, on all your platforms. Let other people know, comment on it, and come to our open house. Be well, be the light and support Shiva for president.com. Thank you.